you for joining me on another episode of She Leads Now podcast, where we help career and entrepreneurial women gain the tools to develop a success mindset, create winning strategies, build collaborative relationships, and take bold action towards creating impact and fulfillment in their lives and careers. I'm your host, Sabine Gideon, and I'm on a mission to awaken and activate women and emerging leaders so they can tap into their innate leadership ability, elevate their influence, and create the impact they were destined to make. If you're ready to up-level your confidence, courage, and influence, you've come to the right place. Join me weekly for insights, strategies, and resources to help you grow, develop, and embody the leader you were meant to be so that you can make the impact you know you are called to make and establish the legacy you've always dreamed. The world eagerly awaits the emergence of your brilliance, impact, and influence. So with that, let's dive into this week's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of She Leads Now. I'm your host, Sabine Gideon, and today is going to be a solo episode. And we're going to be talking about resilience and resilient leadership specifically and how to leverage it. What does it look like? How can you tap into it, especially in times of lots of challenges, ambiguity, market conditions, you name it, like we're living right now or have been for the last couple of years. I think it's become more and more important as leaders that we are looking at our position and how we're being a lot differently than we've had to in the past both for ourselves and our own mental, emotional, spiritual well-being, and certainly in, in support of our teams, in support of our organizations, departments, and so on. And so if you are currently feeling the stress and burden of leadership, you are not alone. For many of us, there's not a blueprint on how to manage the day-to-day challenges, the day-to-day opportunities that are coming up. And it is the decisions that we're making today on a day-to-day basis that is really going to either set us up to win when all is said and done or be a case study in, in someone's MBA program. Some of us will succeed and, and we'll, we'll be the ones that they talk about a few years from now of how we overcame and and how we innovated and how we changed the game. And unfortunately for others, as I mentioned, the case study, it'll be, wow, like these are some of the, the blind spots or these are the opportunities that were missed. So the secret behind what will support some in succeeding and others not succeeding is really going to be around their ability to build or tap into their resilient leadership. With that, I want to share a little bit more about what resilient leadership is and of course how to build your resilient leadership skills so that you can thrive in challenging, disruptive and turbulent times, aka the times that we're living in right now as as of the time of this recording. I will also provide and share three key strategies to help you thrive as a resilient leader. According to the Center of Creative Leadership, resilience is our ability to respond adaptively to changes. It's what helps us get back up again stronger after meeting life's hurdles, disappointments, and failures. It is so much more than just simply bouncing back from adversity or pushing through or not breaking in the face of hardship. Resilient leadership also includes growth. 
To build your resilient leadership skills, you will need to learn how to adapt and embrace change. And I've said this previously, two things that are inevitable are death and change. And for whatever reason, us as human beings, those are the two things that continuously throw us for a loop. According to a study by Zenger Folkman, hope I'm saying that right, he found that leaders with high levels of resilience are viewed as being more effective by their managers, peers, and direct reports. A resilient organization not only survives, but also thrives in environments of change and uncertainty. So think about it this way. As a leader, you're the captain of the ship, right? So if you go down, guess what? Your team is going down with you. That's what makes it so critical for you as the leader to build your own resilient leadership skills to ensure that you and your team can reach your destination unscathed. We are leading. We are steering ships. We are steering boats. We are steering the Titanic in in some cases or in some seasons of our lives. So it is really important that we do take the time to focus on our own professional development and do that check-in, do that self-check-in to assess where am I? Where do I need? Where do I need development? Where are my weaknesses? Where are my blind spots? And how do I create the space to develop in those places? Because like I said, change is going to come. And as a leader, the responsibility is on you to develop yourself so that you can meet the demands of those particular changes. Because having an attitude of, oh, I didn't see this coming and I don't know what to do is not really helpful and certainly will not, I guess, gain the support or gain the buy-in and the loyalty of your team in those moments. And just, of course, create pure chaos that will be 10 times harder to to manage. So with that, I want to talk about ways that you can begin to strengthen your resilience muscles during times of change or times of ambiguity or regular day to day. So as it relates to a growth mindset, having one is an essential ingredient to building your resilient leadership. And unfortunately, the quickest and most avoided way to grow is through adversity. And we know that without growth, right, we're simply limited in our capacity to realize our full potential. It's almost like the the book that I, I've read a couple times now, The Obstacle is the Way. Usually we see the obstacle as the boulder that is standing in our way. And sometimes we give up and sometimes we get frustrated. But essentially, it's that particular adversity that we have to push through that is going to lead us to our, our next mountain. So rather than running or avoiding those seasons of adversity, the invitation here is really to allow yourself the gift of seeing every challenge as an opportunity to step into the greatest version of yourself. And that really does require a lot of self-trust. And with that self-trust, just knowing that the answers will come, right? So the encouragement here with the growth mindset is not only just relying on your own self-trust and being willing to take those risks, but knowing that there is a solution, right? Someone with a fixed mindset might look at the whole talk about the economy and the recession as, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do and go into straight panic mode. Whereas someone with a growth mindset might say, you know what? 
I'm not sure what the answers are. I haven't been here, but I'm pretty sure that we will move through it like we have previous challenges. So that's an example of a fixed mindset and a growth mindset in action. Now, how do you make that practical? Next time you feel stressed or overwhelmed, either by a situation that is in your control or outside of your control, my invitation to you is to ask yourself, how could I either approach or think differently about the situation? And then who would be the ideal person or group of people who I can explore this with? Whenever we face challenges, I think the the hardest thing for us to do sometimes is to take the step back and look at our situation and the challenges we're facing from the observer lens, right? Because we might be emotionally attached to the outcome. We might be confused. There might be good, bad emotions happening. And so it's oftentimes harder for us to be able to have that objective lens. So rather than allowing yourself to to go in that place or better yet, rather than allowing yourself to stay in that place, just simply asking yourself the question, how can I approach this differently? And then seeking out counsel from others who may have been where you are, they faced what you're facing today, or they can be the ones to, to be that observer for you and shift the lens by which you're looking at the particular challenge. So hopefully that's helpful for you and you can start to put that in place. And so the second opportunity or the second strategy to help you strengthen your resilience muscle is really around practicing mindfulness. Now, mindfulness has been around for a very long time. I would say it's relatively new to me. And and by new, I mean, within the last five years, like once I stepped into this coaching space. But if you're not familiar with mindfulness, mindfulness is, is really a form of getting yourself to be present in the moment, especially during tough times. You know, that voice inside your head that just never shuts up or always has something negative to say aka your inner critic, as I like to call it. Well, that's the same culprit that's interfering with your ability to be a resilient leader. So think about it. How much more productive and positive could you be if you were able to tame this inner critic or negative voice or disempowering voice? And so the next time you find yourself bombarded by the messages from your inner critic, here's a technique that you can try. Instead of putting your energy towards resisting your thought or your feeling, I invite you to allow yourself the space to just stop what you're doing and let the thought or the feeling just be without resisting it or trying to judge it. And I know (laughs) for me, this is often very challenging. And the reason why it's challenging for me is because probably most people, but I'm just going to talk about me here. Most of our beliefs are formed when we are children, right? So any beliefs that we have about ourselves, we pick them up from those who were our caretakers, people at school. And so our subconscious mind, like it's almost like a Rolodex, right? Or a photo book or whatever you want to call it if if Rolodex is is dating myself. But it just keeps all of the this memory stored, basically. And so when you are faced with a challenge or an obstacle or something that you're not 
you're not necessarily familiar with or it's completely new to you, your subconscious mind is going to go into the Rolodex or is going to go back into the album to see, okay, well, what did we do the last time? Like, what, how did we handle the last time? And more, more times than not, it's going to lead you to react or respond in the same manner in which you've been programmed to respond. And so this is an opportunity in order for us to change our beliefs and patterns of being we have to be conscious of when something triggers us in that manner and our subconscious is trying to lead us to a place where we're going back to old programming. And so forcing yourself, and I'm saying, I'm using the word forcing yourself because it's not going to be natural. It's not going to feel normal. It's not going to feel good, but really forcing yourself to take a step back and say, okay, let me sit with this for a while. And perhaps even just ask questions like, what am I feeling? What, what is this trigger? And, and sometimes the first answer that comes forward is really not the right answer. It's just the answer that your subconscious mind already knows, right? It's, it's already in the book. So it knows to give you that answer, but really digging deep and sitting with it and not getting to the place where you feel like, okay, I have to label this as a bad emotion, or I have to label this as a good emotion, but just allowing it to just be what it is and coming from a place of curiosity. And then once you've, once you've listened to what the emotion is, or once you've identified what the emotion is, or the thoughts are telling you, decide what you want to do with the information. Hey there. If you have been listening to this show for any amount of time, you know that I am extremely passionate about helping leaders, professionals, entrepreneurs grow, advance, and make an even bigger impact in the world. And with this passion as my driving force, I have created the Strategic Growth Accelerator. This accelerator is something that I've been using with clients one-on-one, and I've seen clients make amazing progress towards their goals and even crushed their goals and gone beyond what they believed that they were capable of when we first started working together. The Strategic Growth Accelerator is a 90-day program where you and I work together one-on-one to identify and to create a roadmap for you to achieve or exceed one specific goal. The Strategic Growth Accelerator is not just for anybody. And I don't mean that in a mean way. It is for individuals who know exactly what they want to achieve, but are stuck, aren't clear on the first step to take, or maybe they just want the support and the accountability of an experienced coach to come alongside them, to challenge them, and to push them beyond the limits they've created in their own mind. If that is you, I would love to work with you. I only have a limited amount of spots simply because I want to make sure that I am available and have the capacity to support you in any way that you need during the 90 days of us working together. Learn more about the accelerator and about the process at sabinegideon.com slash accelerator. Again, that's sabinegideon.com slash accelerator. I am so excited to really help you make 2022 your best year yet. If you have goals that have been sitting on the shelf or sitting in your mind or sitting on your whiteboard that you know you want to complete and or want to achieve this year, this is the program for you. Head over to sabinegideon.com slash accelerator 
and sign up for a consultation for me to learn more about your goal and for us to decide if it makes sense for us to work together. So again, sabinegideon.com slash accelerator. I cannot wait to work with you this year. See you inside the accelerator. So often, I mean, throughout the day, right? Throughout any given day, I forget what the specific number is, but like we have a lot of thoughts, right? We have a lot of thoughts and not all of the the thoughts do we have to act on. And also we don't have to believe everything that we think. So this is an opportunity for you if you can take the space, if you can create the space for yourself to really sit with whatever emotion is coming through Allow yourself to identify it, allow yourself to give it a name, if that's helpful, and then decide what you want to do with it. You can either let it go, you can choose to reframe it, or you can even verbally thank your mind for bringing it to the surface and then asking it for guidance on how to move forward. So again, and we'll move on here, when it comes to mindfulness, we're going to have a lot of thoughts. We're going to have a lot of emotions to process in any given day, in any given hour, in a minute, even some days, but to allow yourself to sit with whatever is coming through and then making an intentional decision on what you want to do with that information. So number three is tapping into the power of purpose. Sometimes, depending on what's happening in our lives, if if we're experiencing change that's outside of our control, or maybe we've even initiated some change, right? Like we're looking to grow, we're looking to do something different with our lives, careers, all of a sudden, one thing starts to happen and then something negative and you're kind of like, wait a minute, what happened here? I, I thought I was moving towards growth. The truth is, and we know this, that Anytime that we're moving towards something that is new or different, we I just shared about the self-conscious mind being there to be like, uh-uh, we're not doing that. But also just the process of growth requires us to go through times of discomfort often so that we can we can become, we can transform, we can mature into the individuals that we need to be to embody and actually maintain whatever change it is that we're we're trying to seek. But during those moments, right, during the process, this is where resilience really, really, really will help you. And this is why it is so necessary for you to establish a why. So even if it is an unplanned change and something that's out of your control, you get to decide in that moment your why. If something is coming against you or if something is in the atmosphere, in the marketplace or whatever that you don't necessarily understand or that obviously you don't want happening, this is your opportunity to go back and to lean on the why. What is the anchor? If if you're having challenges in your business, right? This is the time where you go back to why did I start this business? What is my why for this business? If you're having challenges on your team, right? What is the mission of the organization? What are we driving towards here? What is important to us? And so you can leverage whatever your your why is, whatever the mission of, of the organization is, the team, the 
outcome that you want to produce as your why to help you push through in those times where it seems unsettling and outside of your control, all of the things that are happening, because at some point you made a decision to make, to move towards a change. So if we put that into action, next time you find yourself at a place where, you know, you feel out of control or perhaps you're lacking clarity on on what the next step is, I invite you to go back to what is my why? Why did I start down this path? What's important to me? What what is the outcome that I want I want for this? And not only not only solidifying that for you, right, as you're as you're anchoring your why, but reiterating that for your team who most likely are going to be feeling the strain of pushing that boulder to get to the other side of growth right along with you. So if we can recap here on the three ways or, or three techniques to tap into your resilient leadership. We talked about adopting a growth mindset and what that looks like and how to put it into practice, how to actually practice mindfulness, how to be aware of what's happening, and then leveraging our ability to choose how to respond versus react to the situations that were presented. And then certainly tapping into the power of purpose where we find our own, we can find our own grounding and our own support and our own anchor when it seems like everything around us is completely chaotic and outside of our control. So that's what I have for you today. Hopefully that was helpful. And hopefully some of those action steps or or techniques, if you will, will, uh, are supportive in helping you navigate a season of change if if you're experiencing one now or a season of change in in the future cuz as we as i said change is constant and as long as we're on this earth we will face change and hopefully each time we are presented with an opportunity to change to grow or to step into a next level of ourselves we can leverage the muscles that we built the resilience muscles to help us succeed and move forward with a little bit more ease for the the changes ahead. So again, that's all I have for you today. Heads up in the show notes, I have a couple free assessments that you can take, that you can just take the link. You'll get the results delivered to you directly to your email. I'm a big believer that, you know, the more that we know about ourselves, the more that we know how we show up and how that might impact the way that we interact with others can only help us in the way that we are showing up even in our our homes and our communities and day to day. So please be sure to check out those assessments. And of course, the opportunity to work with me one-on-one through the Strategic Growth Accelerator is still on the table, still available. I still have a few more spots. You can learn more at sabinegideon.com slash accelerator. Check it out if you have questions or if you want to schedule a complimentary consultation, please go ahead and do so through the site and I'll be happy to talk to you, see what your goals are, see how I might be able to help you and if it is a good fit. If you have questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can email me at support at sabinegideon.com. I'm in that inbox, so you will get a response from me 
And of course, if this episode was helpful, if you know another woman in leadership who might benefit from this information or some of the strategies and techniques that were shared today, please feel free to share it with her. We are on all maybe most, most, if not all of the platforms. And then certainly you can always listen at sheleadsnow.com. So with that, have a wonderful rest of the week. I will be back with you next week and possibly with another guest. Until then, have a fabulous day. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of She Leads Now. If you found today's episode helpful or got a piece of insight that you plan to implement in your business or organization, I would love to hear from you. Connect with me on LinkedIn at Sabine Gideon, that's my handle, and send me a private message or feel free to go ahead and leave a review on either Apple or Spotify. I also invite you to share this episode with anyone in your network who you think might benefit from this content. Lastly, be sure to check the show notes and the description below for links to resources, including relevant downloads, articles, and any upcoming training. Until we chat again, have a blessed and powerful week.